ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Kenya, Singapore, and South Africa, and the states of New Hampshire, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 147,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences out loud with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is, do I want this? This is a good question to ask when you are allowing yourself to experience life at a deeper level. It will help you discover what your true desires are. This is a question about things, people, experiences, and even feelings. Sometimes we get caught up in working hard to achieve goals that aren't even our own. Our parents, teachers, spouse, society told us what we should be, do, or want, and we're so busy doing what we think we should that we don't take the time to sort through who we really are and what we really want. Our religion, family patterns, or belief system, for instance, might tell us that we should stay married. We get so focused on keeping our marriage together that we forget to ask ourselves, If we even want to stay married to this person, is this the good person who I thought I married? Do we share the same values or the illusion of the same values? Do I want this marriage or do I want to be happy and have convinced myself that I need this partner in order to be happy? When we start asking ourselves deep questions, we might not always like the answers. If we don't ask those questions, however, we might never like ourselves or our life. We tell ourselves that change is hard. The truth is that change is the only constant. The question is whether the change will be an improvement 
or make matters worse. Often the very thing we fear is the thing that will set us free, change our life for the better, and lead us to happiness. If we don't pause long enough to ask what we really want, we may never get what we really want. Facing our worst fears turns out to be the only way we find peace, joy, happiness, and what we truly want in life. My next workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, A Sacred Experience, can help you do this. The labyrinth is a walking meditation, a path of prayer, and an archetypal blueprint where psyche meets spirit. It dates back to Crete where it was found drawn on cave walls. There was even one on the floor of King Solomon's temple. Unlike a maze where you lose your way, the labyrinth is a spiritual tool that helps you find your way. The sacred geometry built into the labyrinth does the work for you. As you walk it, it helps you release what is hurting you, connect with the divine, and change with more ease. In our time together at the labyrinth, you will learn about the labyrinth, walk it, and integrate what you gained. Release fear, stress, and worry. Quiet your busy mind. Hear the divine and your limitless higher self. Find your own answers, open your heart to receiving, improve your health and well-being, create more peace, joy, and happiness, and become more of who you truly are. We will walk the labyrinth Saturday, October 19th at 2 p.m. at the Episcopal Church of the Transfiguration in Dallas, Texas. This was the first labyrinth built in the United States and one that I walked every week for many years. You can learn more about the labyrinth by listening to our second on-demand show with the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, who brought the labyrinth into wide use around the world. I participated in two labyrinth retreats with her, including one in France at Char Cathedral, and I am excited to share this beautiful spiritual tool with you. To listen to my March 27th show in 2014 with Dr. the Reverend Dr. Lauren Artris, click on the episode link on this page or go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com to listen to that show and read my blog on the labyrinth and then listen and then register for the walk. You'll be grateful you did. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area like discovering silver linings or dissolving fear and anxiety. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques 
inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Peter Gazzardi, who will discuss tools to face your fears and go after what you want. I received this email after our show last week with Evelyn Reisdick, who talked about Nepalese shamanic practices for physical and spiritual healing. Your conversation with Evelyn affected me on several levels. Like Evelyn, I sunk into a depression, resulting in desperate pleas to the powers that be to send me help. And then I met you, Dr. Paula. I now listen to your show every week and have reaffirmed my dedication to our environment. I heard today on the news that the bird population has diminished by almost half in less than a decade. My soul wept. Then I heard about the worldwide marches to have the environment, to save the environment, being led by a 16-year-old girl. We must not be defeated. Thank you for having Evelyn on the show. Her lovely and moving words about the Nepalese shamanic practices inspired me and so many others to view our world and environment as a relationship. A friend who's also a shaman wrote me how pleased she was to hear Evelyn because she holds her in high regard as a shaman. And another email said, I love the mantra Evelyn provided to help develop our relationship with Mother Earth. What a lovely guest and another wonderful show. Evelyn shared how every being communicates and shamanism turns those beings from an it into a who. At the young age of three, she discovered the sacred wisdom when her grandmother showed her a leaf and said, this is a maple leaf. Evelyn's response to the leaf was, I know you now. She also pointed out that we can be strong like a tree, be tethered to the ground and feel supported. With that strength, we don't need to avoid the bumps in the road. We can face our challenges and grow even stronger. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on shamans, you can listen to some of our shows like February 16, 2017 with Dr. Stanley Kripner. Rolling Thunder, a respected shaman. July 23, 2015 with Sandra Ingerman. Speaking with nature, awakening to the deep wisdom of the earth. And September 11, 2014 with Sandra Ingerman. Your words and thoughts matter. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Last week, Evelyn Reisdick shared that she felt her psychotherapy was taking too long and she wanted a faster way to heal. She found an organization promising spectacular healing in their weekend workshops. She chose one on shamanism, and that, in fact, did change her life, even if it didn't provide instant healing. We have to laugh at ourselves for our youthful impatience with the process of healing In fact, if we let go of too much negativity at once, our bodies cannot sustain the amount of light that would fill us, and we could literally die. 
and I have read of such instances. I'm reminded of sayings like slow and steady wins the race. We want everything to be fast, but when we're talking about life lessons, these things take time. There are levels of learning, just like there are levels of education. We can choose to go to graduate school, even to be a lifelong learner, or we can choose to stop anywhere along the way. We can choose to ask, how long is it taking, or how much am I learning, and how deep is my healing? The choice is up to each of us. There is no one answer that is right for everyone. There is, however, the right answer for you as an individual, and the good news is you get to decide what the answer is. After 21 years of counseling with some of the most respected people in the city, I was still miserable. I had healed enough to leave an abusive marriage, but I hadn't healed enough to enjoy my life. My counselor told me that nothing more could be done and I should go and live my life. I did leave that method of healing, but I was not willing to stop my healing. I had this belief that life was meant to be lived, not survived, and that I didn't need to live with this incessant fear. It isn't that I didn't want it to be fast. It's that I wasn't willing to give up until I reached the level of healing that I believed was possible. So I turned to the spiritual realm for the answers I couldn't find in psychology. Don't get me wrong, I learned a lot and I grew a lot. In fact, I probably got the equivalent of several psychology degrees, but negative thinking, frustration, anger, and fear still plagued me. I knew I was saddled with feelings and behaviors that didn't feel like the real me, and I wasn't going to stop until my feelings, thoughts, and behavior matched who I believe was my real self. I needed to be fully in sync with my authentic self. This took deep work through the spiritual realm to release karmic lessons, heal relationships, let go of dysfunctional patterns, and thoughts hidden in my unconscious mind. Along the way, I've healed many physical ailments and conditions, panic attacks, and anxiety. Part of the work has been learning to be brutally honest with myself, to see clearly what I didn't always want to see, to dig up every fear, even those tucked safely far away from my conscious awareness. As we've been doing some of my deepest work this month, I told my shaman, Dwan Washington, I'm getting so tired of facing my fears. We both laughed heartily at that one because we both knew I was just blowing off steam. For me, there was no choice but to keep digging until it was all gone. Our guest, Peter Gazzardi, knows about facing his fears. He is a longtime book editor who has worked with the likes of Stephen Hawking on A Brief History of Time, Deepak Chopra on 15 books, Carol Burnett on two memoirs, Susan Cain on Quiet, and Douglas Adams on his hitchhiker novels. After 40 years working with authors, Peter realized his lifelong dream of publishing his own book, with the release of Emeralds of Oz, Life Lessons from Over the Rainbow. Peter has been featured in Publishers Weekly and O the Oprah Magazine, which named his book one of the buzziest books released since May. Carol Burnett said, it opens your eyes and heart to a new way of being in the world. 
You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and rend- recommend us on Facebook or click on the link on this page. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows to help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what fear have you been unable or unwilling to face? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Peter Guzzardi, who will discuss tools to face your fears and go after what you want. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit paulajoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 346 9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what fear you have been unable or unwilling to face. And I'm so pleased to welcome Peter Gazzardi, who's here to discuss tools to face your fears and go after what you want. Welcome, Peter. I'm delighted to be here, Dr. Paula. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being on the show. I sort of, as I was reading again the bio, um, I I had to sort of chuckle because you have had so many amazing experiences and so many incredible people who you've had the opportunity to work with. It's like reading a, a who's who of of literature or um, or people who you would want to know. Um, so I think it speaks <laughs> worlds about who you are um, as a person and also your obvious skill as an editor. Um, and so it's, it, for many reasons, it's really um, wonderful to have you on the show and to share the wisdom that you've gained um, through a lifetime of searching and asking questions and really trying to help yourself as well. Um, talk oh, very to us much a, a, so, yes. Yeah, so talk to us a little bit about that, please. Um. Well, it, it began uh, shortly after I was born in the 1950s. My family moved to Jakarta, Indonesia, and there uh, I suffered from polio. Um, and as I, I grew up, you know, in order to kind of transcend the physical limitations that, that I was left with from the disease, uh, I turned to books. As, as I got old enough to read, I just immersed myself in the world of books. And, and through their pages, I could become as swift as Tarzan, you know, as chivalrous as the Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> um, so, so reading became kind of my superpower. If, if polio was my kryptonite, then reading became my superpower. So it made perfect sense that I would uh, eventually become an English major in college and then after college uh, get a job in book publishing and then have the great good fortune to work uh, as an editor acquiring uh, manuscripts and then working with the authors on the manuscripts um, with, with just this kind of wonderful group of people. Um, and in the process, of course, you know, I learned a great deal from them, both as, as, as people, you know, their stance in the world, and from the wisdom that they were conveying through their work. So, and all the time you had your own secret desire that you were not um, actualizing of publishing your own book. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I was even aware of it. There, from time to time, I would think, you know, wouldn't it be wonderful to, um, to be the person behind the podium kind of sharing my ideas with people? Um, 
but then I would kind of quickly gloss over it. And, you know, we're all so busy. I would have the next manuscript to read or edit. Uh, and there never seemed to be kind of a right time to, to pursue the, the, the dream of, of writing my own book. Um, and then one day I was visiting a publisher. I'm now an independent editor. I was visiting a publisher uh, to talk about what work they might have for me. And I saw this, this picture of the 75th, it was the 75th anniversary edition of The Wizard of Oz. And on the cover was this picture of Judy Garland, that moment of wonderment on her face as she stepped into the land of Oz. And I just had this epiphany, or I thought to myself, actually, I thought out loud. I said, you know, I've worked with all these brilliant, wise people over the years. And, and it, it suddenly occurs to me that everything I learned from them was right there in this film that I watched when I was 11 years old. And the publisher just happened to say, I think that's a really cool idea. Why don't you write up a proposal? Uh, which I did. And uh, they acquired the book. And then I went on the, the long odyssey of actually writing the book, which is a, a major undertaking in and of itself. But, uh, but yeah, it was, I just thought to myself, I'm never going to have a... a, a, a a bigger, better, more engraved invitation to, to write my book than this moment. So I, I did seize it. it. It almost it sounds not almost. It sounds to me like a meant to be and a, a you know um, a divine intervention. That all the way you describe it, it doesn't sound accidental to me. Um, but but it <laughs> but it was certainly wonderful, yes. whatever it was. <laughs> Yes, um, yes. And then I had to go on the journey of, of facing my own fears and, and, and all of the challenges on my own yellow brick road in order to, to actually write the book um, and, uh, and, and kind of deeply delve into this film, uh, the most watched film of all time, um, to find the wisdom in it. You know, why is it the most watched film of all time? It's not just it's a sensational entertainment value. Um, there's got to be something deeper underlying the great singing and dancing and set design. Um, there's got to be some transmission of wisdom uh, between the creators of the film and the viewer. Uh, and what is that exactly? So I went on this kind of deep dive to examine it kind of frame by frame and come up with uh, this kind of wide range of insights that are in the book. Um, some of them, and some of them were, were struck me as really large insights. There are a lot of smaller ones that I think are very valuable. Uh, for example, the first one in the book is, uh, there are no mistakes, only lessons, uh, which I think is really good. If you chew on that, uh, that can be very, very nourishing. And there are these nine big kind of honking chunks of wisdom, each of which is related to an iconic moment in the film. Um, and one of them, the very first one, is directly relates to your tip of the week. Uh, do I want this? The very first emerald of wisdom from the film um, relates to that moment when Dorothy uh, steps into the barnyard and begins to sing that kind of achingly, that hauntingly beautiful rainbow. And the first emerald of wisdom is listen to your longing. Um, it's in some ways, it's, it's your, the question you ask, and it's an invitation to take it deeper 
Um, yes, do I want this? Yes, do I need this? Both very valuable questions. Um, but below the surface, you know, what do I long for with every fiber of my being? And now we're in, in that kind of deeper realm of, 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 of nourishment, of connection, of love, of these kind of, these kind of higher values uh, that we all aspire to and need. That's beautiful. Um, and, and so how do, you, how do you get to that? Because most of us um, just take the surface. How do you get to yeah. the answers of, of, of those deeper questions? Well, I, I think the very act of asking yourself that question begins to open the door. Because so often we're just, we're satisfied with, or, or we, we stop at the level of, you know, what, what do other people expect of me? Uh, or what am I in the habit of doing? And this is the invitation to go deeper for what you long for. And I think the way you, you, you begin to access it is by listening, you know, is to by getting some quiet time, you know, away from the, the, the loud voices that are speaking to you from within your, your own head and from outside it. Get some quiet time and ask yourself, what do I long for in this situation? And, as, and the answers will start to come to you in a quiet voice. Um, and, and, and there may be things that, I think it's very situational. It's, there are some deep abiding things that we all long for, like connection, like love. And in the particular situation that you're facing, you know, what do you long for? I've got a daughter who's, who's going through as a senior in high school, and she's going through all of the tumult of, of selecting colleges, of thinking about college, applying, where does she want to go? Um, and, and it's difficult. It's a big stressor on the family system. Um, and it's just this morning I was thinking to myself, let me run through the nine emeralds. And just like Dorothy did, these nine kind of, these nine approaches to any issue that you're facing. And the first emerald, listen to my longing, just that, that, that one question was very rich and rewarding for me. What do I long for in this situation? I long for my daughter to be self-sustaining, to be in a situation where she can take care of herself and where she can be happy. That's really what I long for. And now all of a sudden, all these specific questions about what school and how much does it cost and can she get in and where is it geographically, all of those start to become secondary. They, don't, they just don't seem so overwhelming anymore because now I've got a, a, a North Star. You know, now I can figure out, uh, am I moving in the direction of a life in which she's self-sustaining and happy. And if I'm not, then I've got to recalibrate. Um, that's really beautiful. You know, one of the other things that you talk about is how, like Dorothy, we all have glindas or guides to help us along the way. How how does that show up in your life and how does it show up in our lives? See, like, I think you were guided in that conversation with that um, uh, uh, publisher um, who, who suggested yeah. that you write the book and, and uh, 
and have a uh, and provide a um, prospectus. Yes, I, I think that I think it's a matter of awareness. I think that you know when we're not aware of the possibility that there are signs, that there's signposts, that there are guides, that there are ways in which the universe is nudging us in a particular direction, then we're going to miss them. But just simply the act of becoming aware that they're out there um, really shifts everything. Because uh, suddenly you'll start to see them. They'll, they'll become obvious. There'll be moments like that one in the publisher's office that you, you just can't ignore. You know, they're, they're right there. Um, it's a little bit like, uh, oh, I, I remember uh, a friend of mine bought a bright yellow car. And I thought to myself, you know, I'd never, maybe how many bright yellow cars have I seen? A couple, like in a lifetime? Um, And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing bright yellow cars everywhere. It's when you you become aware of something, then suddenly it starts showing up um, vividly and frequently. And and now you can start to listen to the signals that are being given to you. I have to, I love that. And I have to say, my very first car was a bright yellow. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Another way in which we're connected. (laughs) Right. It was still my favorite car. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, yes. Volkswagen Beetle, by chance? um, No, it was a Dodge Dart. <laughs> oh, I love that start. But it was in the era of the the, the Volkswagen Beetles, so yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, I I I agree with you. I think you stated that so beautifully that if if um, you know there was a children's book that was titled "Well, it it would have happened anyway," you know, and it was sort of how. All of these wonderful things happened, and that the um, people around this little girl are attributing to helpers and guides. And you know, she's saying, "Well, it would have happened anyway." But the the idea <laughs> that if you're open to the wonderment of life and to that other layer of the mystery yeah. and the beauty that it opens up such joy and um, I, I, I just a, a, a more, um, I, I can't think of any, a more awe-inspired way yes, of living. awe, wonder. Yes, absolutely. And, and you, you've, you've segued naturally, organically uh, to the second emerald, you know, these nine big emeralds that I found. Um, if you apply them to any issue in your life, I find that that issue kind of shrinks and your sense of your own power in the situation grows. The first emerald that we talked about was listen to your longing, but the second emerald is see it as if for the first time, see the situation you're facing as if you've never seen it before. And that's what Dorothy does when she steps into uh, the technicolor kind of wonder of Oz. Um, And it's an invitation to us to, Whatever the issue is that you're facing, whether it's an argument you're having with your life partner or struggles with your children, whatever it might be with your boss, um, step outside. You know, we all get caught up in this trap of thinking, uh, I've seen this story. I know how it ends. 
Um, I, I know that my wife is trying to do this or my boss is trying to do that or my kid is trying to do, but step outside what you think you know about the situation and, and ask yourself, invite yourself to see it as if for the very first time. And suddenly you can approach it with that, that sense of wonder that you're talking about, that sense of awe, that sense of, 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 of what? It just adds that kind of sparkle and, and, and joy to the situation, just that, that awareness that everything that we're, it may be a struggle sometimes, it may feel very painful, but it is a miraculous experience that we're having in this lifetime. And it's, it's a reminder of that. It's one of the elements that allows you to, to feel more centered and capable and powerful in whatever the situation is, just as Dorothy eventually did by the end of the film. Um, I love it, and we we need to to go to break. But I just want to add, um, and we'll come back and talk more about the nine emeralds. But um, I talk about turning the kaleidoscope. You have all the same pieces, but you can put them together differently and have a whole different understanding and a whole different picture to look at. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yes. Um, so I, that's a, 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 such a beautiful way that you talk about it and to really look with new eyes. Um, so um, I, I look forward to talking more after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter or click on the link on this page. You receive the information on all our shows in the chapter in my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what you really want and long for. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Peter Gazzardi, who will discuss tools to face your fears and go after what you want. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. 
With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you really want and long for. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Katrina Lehu can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Peter Gazzardi discussing tools to face your fears and go after what you want. Um, Peter, you, you've written such an incredible book, and, and in um, The Emeralds of Oz, what you your third emerald is celebrate yourself and others just for showing up. And I love it because so many people um, are only looking at what they don't have and forget to celebrate themselves and what they do have. Talk to us about this and and how you do it. Yes, yes. I think that um, well, this this like each of the nine emeralds is connected to this like an iconic moment in the film. So in this case, it's Dorothy once to the farmhouse is kind of corkscrewed to a landing in Oz, and it it happens to land on the Wicked Witch of the East, killing her and liberating the Munchkin people who burst into song and have a parade and celebrate Dorothy. And it, what, what I kind of asked myself, so what did Dorothy do to deserve this incredible celebration? Really, she did nothing at all. Uh, she just showed up. And I think the life lesson for us is to remind ourselves that we need to celebrate ourselves just for showing up. We're, we live in a culture where uh, we're only supposed to celebrate ourselves after we've accomplished something, oh, a hard day's work or uh, a raise or what, an accomplishment. But this is an invitation to take that really further and deeper. Celebrate yourself just for showing up at whatever it might be, just for offering your friend a shoulder to lean on when they're going through a tough time, just for going to that PTA meeting 
you know, just for even going to the gym. Celebrate yourself for showing up and just for offering a smile to that person that you walk past on the street because you never know, just like Dorothy, you never know how just showing up can change other people's lives. So often it turns out that things that are meaningful to other people, people say to me, oh, I remember when you said to me um, that you thought I was a, a, what, a, a, a really positive, upbeat person, and that really affected me. I don't remember saying that. That was years ago. But all these, these little moments, these interactions we have with people can really shape their lives in positive ways, and we'll, we'll never know. So celebrate yourself just for showing up, just by doing that, you're making a difference. And take it one step further, celebrate other people just for showing up. You know, with that, that barista, you get your cup of coffee. Um, that, they give you a smile. That, that changes your day. So celebrate them. Thank them. Uh, celebrate the volunteer firefighter uh, who can make the difference between life and death for your family just, just by showing up. Celebrate yourself and other people. Because just by showing up, we make such a difference in each other's lives. Most of us focus on the goal, and if we haven't achieved the goal, then we're not happy. And you're suggesting something the complete opposite, that the process, that the second-to-second, moment-to-moment choices that we make that are positive and life-affirming and compassionate and kind – are what to celebrate. Not, not It's not that achieving Absolutely. goals isn't good, but we need to also celebrate the process and all the beauty yes. along the way. Yes. I mean, I remember when I was a little boy, my father would come, we'd be at the beach, and my father would take me at a certain time of day, uh, 3 o'clock, my father would take me out over my head. Uh, and I couldn't swim, and so I would just have to kind of clutch on his arm, grab his arm or his shoulders. And I, I used to wait all day for that moment, all week. I mean, this was, this was huge. And I remember talking to him towards the end of his life about it, and he had no recollection of it whatsoever. But for me, it was, it was a game changer. It, just, it was such an expression of love and support and connection um, and a sense of my father's power and his willingness to share it with me. Uh, so these are the li- we think of these as little things. He didn't even remember it, uh, but it was a huge thing for me. And I, th- I think these moments are constantly happening. As long as we're we're being kind and helping and offering uh, a helping hand to a friend or spouse or or stranger. Uh, we are changing lives for the better in ways that we don't even begin to understand or appreciate. So take a moment to appreciate it just by showing up in whatever moment in your life you're making a difference. Celebrate that. Give yourself a parade. Well, and I think, too, as we celebrate ourselves, it's easier to celebrate others. When we don't feel good about ourselves, then we often take it out on others and make them say things that are hurtful or do things that are hurtful. But if we feel good about ourselves, we automatically spread that good feeling to others. That's a great point. Uh, Yeah, I think that's a terrific point. And it's intentional. You know, I think, 
I think we often hear, you know, you can't love yourself, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. And that's a, that's a big mountain to climb. It's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, you know, how am I going to love myself? Um, but, but hey, just start with something small. Just like, just tell yourself, hey, it's, it's just great that I'm here right now. Um, have a moment, a mindful moment. It's just, it's what a buzz it is to be right here with the sun on my face with that little cool breeze, um, with the, the weight of my body on my feet. It's, it's like just, just be here and celebrate being here in this moment. It's such a grounding uh, and joyful thing to bring introduce to your life. So, And I want to skip down to your sixth emerald, which is face yeah. what you fear. Talk to us about yeah. how that works and how it makes your fears Melt away? <laughs> sure, yes, melt away, just like Dorothy. Uh, when she went to the castle of the Wicked Witch of the West, um, she was facing her greatest fear. Now, this is a terrifying creature, the terrifying, what, apparition power in her life. She'd earned the enmity. This woman had sworn that she was going to destroy her and her little dog, too. Um, so what does she do? She goes right after. She goes at the Wicked Witch's castle, to her, um, and in the process, uh, there's this you know, felicitous accident. I think it's some more than that. It's actually born of a moment of compassion. There's the scarecrow. His, his arm is ablaze. Dorothy reaches for this bucket of water in an act of compassion and love for, this, for her friend, um, misses him with the bucket or just catches him partly and douses the Wicked Witch of the West, and, of course, she dissolves. And uh, and Dorothy is, is is one step closer to returning home, um, but I think the the underlying so face your fears is Emerald number six, and and I think it's it's born primarily of a, just a dynamic that we all appreciate and understand. Yes, it's easier to turn away from things we're afraid of in the moment, but but then the. The, the kind of sound of the person behind you, those footsteps in the night, if you will, uh, only get louder. You know, it just gets scarier and scarier. Uh, but when you actually stop and turn around, you're taking a walk uh, in the neighborhood and you find your neighbor with their dog uh, or what you find something that's not nearly as scary as what you've been imagining in your mind. So the very fact of facing your fear um, that dynamic is such that your fear is going to get smaller. And in the very, very tiny, tiny chance that it's something that it's a real fear, that there's uh, someone there who you don't know or someone there who might be menacing, now you're in a position to do something about it. You know, now you can, you can shout or um, you can say, leave me alone, or you can pick up your phone. You can do something about it, which you wouldn't have been able to do if you hadn't faced your fear. So in every possible way, facing your fears is a good thing. 99.99% of the time, just the act of facing them shrinks them dramatically. And in that tiny percentage when it doesn't, now you're much better prepared to do something positive about it to, to help yourself in that situation. I love it. Thank you so very much. What a beautiful note to end our conversation on, um, which could go on much longer, obviously. 
but you have so much um, to share and so much wisdom and such a beautiful way of expressing it. And the metaphors, the connections to Dorothy make it so much easier to understand. I love um, what you're doing, and I encourage everyone to purchase his book, The Emeralds of Oz, Life Lessons from Over the Rainbow. And in it, you get a nine-step process that will change your life. I also encourage you to look at Peter's webpage, PeterGazzardi.com. It's G-U-Z-Z-A-R-D-I. Peter, thank you so much. And I wish oh, you many thank blessings. You. It was a p- thank you, Dr. Paul. I appreciate it. It was fun speaking with you. Thank you. And wish I wish you well. And I thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, A Sacred Experience, read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, the Akashic Records, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, um, such as overcoming abuse or 21 steps for healing the body. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over scope or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Katrina Alehu, who is the Archangel of Hope. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to have hope. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Katrina Alehu, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me live with hope. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful that I can face my fears and truly get what I long for in life. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Tobin Spitzman will discuss Loving Out Loud and October 10 when Dr. Stuart Eisensdrath will talk about when antidepressants aren't enough. October 17th when returning guest Maureen St. Germain will discuss Living in the Fifth Dimension. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind, so please keep sending me your questions comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank 
you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.